Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is that a good weekend is one where every family member has something to look forward to. That includes the adults as well. Everyone can have their fun. I promise that there is enough time. You just have to think it through. So I tend to be the weekend planner in my household. Since you are listening to this podcast, my guess is that you are too. And creating a good weekend can be tough. There are always the things you have to do. There are also things that certain family members might want to do, like playdates or birthday parties or various kid activities. Then there are the adults. Believe it or not, sometimes adults want to do things on their weekends, though we tend to chuck stuff like getting together with friends when the schedule gets complicated. Or we expend so much energy scheduling other people's things that we don't schedule our own things. Unfortunately, that can be a recipe for feeling like weekends are no fun whatsoever. And honestly, they aren't that fun when all it is is carting people around and running errands. We tend to get our free time with late-night screen sessions and puttering. It's not as fun as other options, but it doesn't require planning. And if we've got enough going on, we assume that is the only choice. But it seldom is. And I say this as a veteran weekend planner who is dealing with five kids of various ages. It does require being able to think through logistics. It requires being willing to treat weekends as important and fun as important too. So spend some time a few days ahead of the weekend thinking through what you'd like to do. I'd recommend doing this by Wednesday night. Indeed, you could set a recurring calendar reminder for Wednesday night to think this through. If your life is more complicated, you might need to start earlier. But some stuff isn't clear until midway through the week, and unless you live somewhere that the weather is always the same, this is going to affect stuff too. Meeting your friend with kids the same age at that new playground is going to be more fun on the day that it is sunny and 60 degrees than the day when it is rainy and 40 degrees. Best to plan around that reality. One of the best ways to ensure that everyone has their fun is to plot out combination adventures. Maybe you, the adult, really wants to see an art museum. It happens to be located near an outdoor ice skating rink that the kids would like to try. So, Saturday, you spend an hour at the museum and go to the rink. And then, maybe you get a late lunch afterwards at a restaurant all of you would like. 
Voila. A combo adventure where no one feels too put out. Because you've all gotten something to look forward to. Perhaps you can take advantage of have-to-dos to fit in fun as well. Put the bike rack on the car, and while one child has their 90-minute ballet class, the parents and the other kid, or kids, go bike on a trail nearby. Ask kids if there are friends they'd like to see. I try to choose certain slots of the weekend for playdates and keep track of who has gotten to get together with people recently. Look for ways to fit in adult fun, too. Perhaps at unorthodox times. If one kid has a soccer practice near another softball practice, the parents can drive each kid and then meet up for a 30-minute walk together before returning to each child's event. You could meet a friend during this time, too. Or you can use the early hours. If you are willing to give up on the idea of sleeping in on weekends, this opens up all sorts of possibilities. Each parent can have one morning off. You could sleep, or you could go meet a friend for a 20-mile bike ride. If you are disciplined about your sleep during the week and going to bed on time, the bike ride could work just fine. If you have really little kids, a few hours of childcare can help too. It can be a babysitter, or maybe your gym has childcare. So you can take that class you've been dying to try out. You just have to decide to do it. Anyway, come up with a rough schedule and share it with the others in your household. There may be suggestions or feedback which you can take or take with a grain of salt. I tend to think that if people are relying on you planning their weekends, then they have a certain obligation to go along with what you plan. Perhaps some might disagree with this, but a party who wishes to do nothing on a weekend cannot foist this choice on everyone else either. There has to be compromise, and no matter what happens, there will be some downtime. It's just a question of how much. But one of the best ways to bring a grumbler along is to make sure that you have planned in time for him or her to have some fun too. My husband doesn't grumble about the plans I make, but even so, I always make sure there is time for him to go to the gym and go for a run. He may need to be flexible on when it happens, but I do make it happen, which means he can cover for me at other times. Everyone can have their fun. And on a good weekend, everyone does. So why not challenge yourself to make it happen? including some fun for you. It takes a little creativity, but time is vast. It can work. And even a few hours on a weekend can go a long way toward changing the narrative of life being a slog to life being pretty cool. That is worth some planning work. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. 
Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.